Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao going on everybody and welcome to another great edition of Dragon's Den, always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's your host with the most, Val Cisco, and today I'm dusting off the cobwebs of a segment that I kind of put on the shelf for a hot minute only because one of our favorite shows is on hiatus for the next year or so. Uh, this segment is called Dragon's Den. If you don't know, now you know. It was a segment based on uh, anime and things of that nature. We were focusing more on Dragon Ball Super since that was the show to watch at the time. But I felt, you know what? There's a new anime out that I kind of want to review. Start fresh. Uh, start from episode one. And I think I'm going to uh, go back to that format once again. And um, I have a couple of people to thank for this to kind of bring me back into this again. Um, people that I work with, uh, Steven and Mike G, who recommended this show. And uh, I can't tell you how much I love this. Um, this show has rejuvenated me back into the anime scene again. Um, this show is called Megalobox, and I absolutely adore it just by watching episode one. But before we get started, let me give uh, some new listeners a brief history of what Dragon's Den meant to me. Uh, back in the day when I was a ye lad, <laughs> about, I want to say, 9 to 10 years old, there was this thrift shop. I wouldn't even say a thrift shop. It was a collector's shop called Dragon's Den in a cross-county shopping center in Yonkers, New York, where me and a couple of buddies of mine used to always take the bus or... And I put some rollerblades on, skate down there for a couple of miles, ride a bike down there, and always 
check out the scene in this shop. Um, it had a whole bunch of odds and evens in there when it came to anime statues, comic books, uh, trading cards, and it's where I, I cut my teeth into a lot of old school anime, you know, looking at the lights of Trigun, Bleach, Dragon Ball Z at the time as well, too, Cowboy Bebop, things of that nature, and and it, it's so it's so crazy how I think about Cowboy Bebop from before, and I look at a show like this, Megalobox, and how there are certain similarities and how it really caught my eye, especially with episode one. Uh, like I said, we'll get into it. Dragon's Den, real big, crazy place in my heart when it came to just uh, unleashing the nerd that is Val Sisko, whether it was you know collecting comic books, getting games, or just geeking around. So, yep, I dedicate this segment to them as always. Uh, so let's get started. Man, Megalobox. Uh, first manga, I think the manga, 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 however you want to pronounce it at that time, kill me later, uh, actually dropped February 17th, 2018 and still running with the anime television series dropping April 6, 2018, so just a couple of months after, following the series and from what I'm understanding is beat by beat almost the same thing from page to page. Um, pretty cool animation. Very old school. It does remind me of Cowboy Bebop. Very gritty. Very grainy for um, this day and age where everything is like super crazy um, lights and colors flashing in your face. You think of like um, uh, My Hero Academia and things of that nature. Sword Online. You know, these uh, vibrant colors in your face where this color color palettes very 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 I want to say uh, what's the word I'm looking for right now uh, it, it escapes me right about now but it, it has the earth tone very very rugged and I think that's what I like about it. it sets the tone of the whole show especially at least the first episode that I'm seeing so far um, you know we start off with the character uh, give you a little backstory on it. Uh, the series takes place in a futuristic setting where licensed citizens live in a wealthy city. And on the outskirts of the city, um, there's a slum town where unlicensed citizens in poverty um, do megaloboxing, a popular sport in the world, similar to boxing, except the boxers wear uh, a metal frame or mechanized suit and basically make their money on that. So basically, it's like UFC meets... Uh, I want to say uh, rock and sock and robots in a way. <laughs> I'm not giving it enough just justice whatsoever. Anywho, we start off with our character, especially in episode one. We won't go into it because I don't even want to spoil myself by reading about it. But episode one, from my recollection, you know, we see our main character, Junkyard. Uh, junkyard, look at me, Junk Dog. <laughs> I'm thinking about the young Junkyard Dog. I'm a pro wrestling fan, forgive me, people. But yes, Junk Dog. And it was so hard to get around that as well, too, but I digress. Um, yeah, underground megaloboxer from the outskirts of town, uh, whose real name is unknown at that point in time. Um, we see him just a very lazy, very Spike-esque character from Cowboy Bebop, just laying on the couch, very nonchalant, looking at the TV. Look at the announcement that one of the head CEOs of the, uh, I believe, let me just make sure I get, I get her name right, uh, Yukiko, yes, Yukiko, from the Shiraitsu group, who oversees the Megalonia tournament, is on TV, and she's announcing that there's going to be a Megalobox tournament, and where all the citizens from all walks of life, different countries, are allowed to go in and participate to be the best champion. Real Megalobox fighting, 
no uh, work fights and things of that nature. If you want to be the best, you got to fight the best. Of course, there's prize money involved. And before they even announce who the champion is, a chance to fight the champion at the end of this tournament, you know, we see um, Junk Dog just turn the TV off, picks up his, his scrap metal that we see in a bag, and uh, he goes off. And we see the, his first encounter with one of the main characters. I want to say his name. If I botch, I apologize, people who are up to date with this show. Um, Gensaku, 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 Nabu, who, uh, Nanbu, uh, who is Junk Dog's manager, a coach, a gambler, with a drinking problem. You definitely see he's all messed up on the bar when you get there. Um, and the point of this character is he knows that Junk Dog dog, junk, whatever you want to call him right about now, he, he sees, he knows that he's a skilled fighter. Uh, he knows he has skill. He knows that he could take down half the chumps the, that he puts in front of him. But he sees more money marketing him as this underdog fighter who people know is going to get crushed. So he, throw, he makes him throw the fight on purpose. So you see um, many times in this where... You know, we, we want Junk, uh, well, Junk comes in, he's, like, demanding that he wants to stop throwing fights, and he wants to win a couple of fights, you know, show his skill, he promised more skilled fighters, and, you know, we see um, Nanbu just, sort of like, dis- discredit that, disregard that whatsoever, it's like, you know, you're gonna make more money while losing the fight with me, rather than punching somebody's uh, lights out, and then making little money, and people just looking at you like, who is this guy from the outskirts that we're not gonna take seriously, so, you know, he dangles that in front of him. He's like, you know, um, we all know that there's like that Megalobox tournament coming up, but hey, you're not even a citizen. You're from the outskirts. That tournament's only for citizens out there to can actually enter. So don't even think about trying to make a name for yourself because you're not even allowed. So he ends up throwing the fight and he's pissed off. And you get to see a scene where he's um, just driving all a- angry on the road as most like on the rain. You know, you know, that's not a good sign there. Uh, you see my man uh, just going balls deep down the road, down a street that's closed for some reason. And we get another run-in with Yukiko. Yukiko and her bodyguard, uh, let me make sure I get his name, Yuri. I want to say his name is Yuri, but I could be messed up there. Anyway, they're just discussing a couple of things where... Um, they're in the rain talking about the, the construction of the new um, building that's going to be holding the tournament. And we see Dog, Junk Dog, almost run her over with the motorcycle. You know, um, Yukiko goes up to him, apologizes, wants to make amends for, I guess, being in his way, even though it was his fault for being all belligerent. Um, this credits that. Um, so says he's seen her face on TV and it's all about fake fighting and who cares about a tournament when not everybody can participate. And you see the bodyguard kind of step up, you know, take that back. My man's, you know, silver haired, slick, about to throw down in his purple jumpsuit, a.k.a. Bruce Lee, except uh, instead of a yellow jumpsuit, we got the purple jumpsuit, and he's about to throw down. We're about to see some boxing, some hand-to-hand boxing, original boxing scrapping. Um, that gets um, put to a halt where uh, Yukiko um, tells him to you know back off and drive away. So once again, we cut back to um, Junk Dog in his arena with um, um, Nanbu, and they're about to throw another fight. 
and we, you know, he has a discussion again with him, like, hey, I really don't want to throw this fight, I'd rather just knock this guy out, Nabu kind of is, like, really nonchalant, he's really drunk at this point, he's like, I don't really care what you do at this moment in time, if you want to win, you win, if you want to lose, you lose, it's up to you, this fight, don't care about, and then we see in the back, a figure of a cloak coming through, and we get, like, a little whiff of who it may be, and, of course, it's the bodyguard, Yuri, who steps up to the ring, and my man is doing his best freaking Jax Briggs impersonation with the metal arms from Mortal Kombat 2 about to throw down with my dude. And it's amazing. He looks great. We find out that Yuri is the actual Megalobox champion as well, too. That he's the prize fighter that uh, at the end of the tournament, you're supposed to fight him. Um, you know, um, my man... Nambu is telling him to back off. You don't know who this is. Even if you were to fight seriously, you still get messed up. And Dog is chopping at the bit. He's like, you know, this is a real fight. Number one, we got beef. You know, uh, my man Yuri is like, I got to finish some unsettled business with, uh, with a junkyard dog like himself, a.k.a. his name. And they're about to scrap down and the episode ends. So, yeah, it did leave me wanting more. You know, 24-minute segment was just enough to kind of reel me in. And for what I'm looking at right now, it's still ongoing. They're on episode 13, I believe, but it's still going on. So hopefully um, you guys can join me in this experience and give my reaction and my reviews to this because so far I'm loving it, whether it's the music involved, whether it's just the color palette, it's very earthy tone, very, you know, grounded, very gritty. I, I love it. it. It reminds me of old school anime, you know, the, the way it's drawn and put the screen, it's just beautiful, it's just, I, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, it's just so, it's very nostalgic to me, um, you know, the story, for what I'm looking at so far, it's a very much a story we've probably all seen before, you know, underdog trying to make his way to the top, and, you know, finally, he probably wins at the end of the day, but I'm willing to go on the ride, I'm willing to see where this goes, um, I like the different mech armors that I saw in a preview of it so far, um, especially with uh, Yudi's um, freaking Jack's arms, the basically they're like cybernetic arms that are attached to his skin, which looks incredible compared to Junk's um, outfit, which is like uh, a couple of mech arms looking like Chappie over here. So uh, if you don't get that Chappie reference, you probably can't listen to this whatsoever. Anyways, I enjoyed it. This is something that I'm going to keep on going with. So I think what we're going to do here is to throw more content on... Uh, Sideshow Conversations, we're going to do a weekly podcast on all the episodes. So next week, we'll go to episode two, and we'll go on from there. You know, I'll try to stay away from spoilers and just go into this, you know, head on. And hopefully you guys take the, take the journey with me. Those of you who have seen it, maybe this will be a fresh um, uh, rewind back into uh, memory lane where you want to talk about that second episode or third episode and little things that maybe I saw that you didn't. Or if you have any feedback, let me know. You know, if the, if the manga is 10 times better, hell, I'll pick it up as well, too. Um, so far, I'm loving it. I'm giving it a big top so far uh, because of the fact that, that first episode really captivated me, and I hope the rest of the episodes are as good as this first one. Anyway, guys, that's me right there. It's Val, chilling out, about to put some cybernetic, I don't know, Headphones on to fall asleep to listen to some hip-hop or jazz while I knock out into my ninth dream. You take care. You guys stay beautiful. Have a good one. Peace.
Oh yeah, by the way, Sideshow Conversations, iTunes, Podcast Republic, and of course Anchor. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We appreciate that. I appreciate that. I know I'm getting back into the business again, trying to go hard, trying to find new content for people who are listening like yourselves. So any support would be great. Um, Twitter, Val Cisco. Instagram, Val Cisco. Facebook, Sideshow Conversations. And um, yeah, get at me. See what happens. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you. Peace.